Time now for Saskatchewan Agriculture Today. Now, here's your host, Agri-News Director, Jim Smalley. Talks between Canada, the U.S. and Mexico on renegotiating NAFTA are officially set to begin next month. There's a lot of work going on behind the scenes leading up to those discussions. Canadian Cattlemen's Association Director of Government and International Relations John Masswall says NAFTA will likely be a hot topic at the summer conference of the National Cattlemen's Beef Association in Denver, Colorado next week. Probably the main topic this year is going to be about uh, uh, objectives, strategy, a little bit of this, a little bit of that, but all related to NAFTA, you know, keeping the, the border open, uh, making sure it, uh, it works for both live cattle trade and, and for beef. Contrary to what Donald Trump may say, Maswell says NAFTA isn't a bad deal, at least not from a Canadian perspective. There's a lot that we like about it uh, in terms of the, the market access provisions, you know, so we have no duties, we have no quotas, um, you know, we want to keep it that way. The, the rules of origin, which determine what are products that are eligible to trade under the NAFTA, we like them the way they are. It's essentially based on the rule that uh, uh, beef can get the duty fee tra- treatment of the NAFTA as long as it comes from cattle that uh, are slaughtered uh, in the in the NAFTA region. So by that virtue, you don't get uh, you know b- uh, meat coming from say Australia or from South America into one of the NAFTA countries and then able to trade freely to the other. You know, so we we do have that uh, that uh, that control and and we want to keep it that way. You know, we've heard some other things. There's some groups that are talking about hey. NAFTA, a great opportunity to bring country of origin labeling back. Uh, you know, we certainly heard that from the NFU down in the, in the States as well as some of those other fringe organizations. Uh, but, uh, you know, our allies at NCBA as well as at the American Farm Bureau have have testified uh, in, in front of a panel in Washington a couple of weeks ago that that would be very damaging, um, uh, not only to the beef trade, but for American jobs. So, you know, those are things that uh, we got to make sure that uh, everybody's on the, on the right page about. However, Masswall says there are some aspects of NAFTA that could be improved. Certainly there's work to be done on the regulatory side. You know, we can make that border work better. So in terms of beef going down, uh, you know, in the box already, one of the things that uh, is, is very high on our uh, priority list is uh, eliminating the reinspection at the border. So both Canada and U.S., we've, we've deemed our meat inspection systems to be equivalent. Um, so it's inspected at the facility before it gets in the truck. Um, you know, we've said uh, that the whole idea of opening up trucks at the border and inspecting meat and taking samples at the border is not a very modern idea. Maybe there was a place for that at one time in the past, um, but, you know, the, uh, in fact, we, we think that that actually compromises and jeopardizes food safety to break the cold chain, open boxes. You do that at the place where the, uh, the, the product has been produced and, and not somewhere along the journey. Uh, in terms of live cattle issues, uh, we, we've uh, put it down that we we still want to get rid of this ability to this requirement to have to brand cattle with a CAN when they go into the United States. So if they're not going for immediate slaughter, if, so if they're breeding cattle or if they're they're feeder cattle going into a feedlot, they have to have this brand. So uh, that uh, is something that's a, a leftover from when the border was reopened uh, to live cattle uh, after BSE, as well as having to prove that they're born after March of 1999, you know, so that's a, that's a, an onerous requirement that 
pre- really prevents some of the, uh, the the cull cattle that are that are born much later than that, uh, but uh, producers sometimes have difficulty proving that. Masswell says the Canadian Cattlemen's Association is providing input towards the NAFTA renegotiation. He says proposals will be presented to the Canadian government by July 18th, as well a proposal is going to the U.S. On other trade fronts, Canada and the European Union announced last week that they have agreed on a date for the provisional application of the Canada-EU trade agreement. He says it's been a set. He says it's been set rather for September 21st. The EU also announced last week that it has reached a free trade agreement with Japan. They're kind of at the point uh, where we were at in the in the fall of 2013. So they've announced that they substantively have an agreement. You know, now they will do all the the things that we had to go through: the legal scrubbing, the ratification, the back and forth. So I I think that they're probably a few years away from bringing that into force, but it it will happen. Um, and that's one of the things that uh, we get a little concerned about. Uh, you know, other countries going ahead with uh, agreements with Japan, whereas we have an agreement with Japan. It's it's called the TPP. Um, and we need to find a way for that to come into force, even though the Americans have uh, uh, notified that they don't want to be part of that deal. So uh, there are some negotiations that are taking place in Japan this week uh, of the 11 remaining TPP countries, trying to find a, a path forward of what little tweaks would they have to make to that agreement to, to, to make it come into effect. So we're, we're optimistic that, uh, that, that that's going to produce some results, hopefully in the near future as well. John Maswell is the Director of Government and International Relations with the Canadian Cattlemen's Association. The Saskatchewan Goat Breeders Association holds a summer trade show and sale in Moose Jaw July 28th to 30th. Treasurer and show organizer Brent Nostat of Ogamaw says there are over 60 goat producers in Saskatchewan. It's going to be a three-day show along with an elite breeder sale. Um, it's a triple sanction CGM and CGS show, so that means there's three shows for both the Canadian Meat Goat Association, which is your meat goats, and then the Canadian Goat Society, which would be your dairy goats, um, and that's going to be starting Friday at 8 a.m., and then the show will continue until Saturday evening with the open portions of CMG and CGS. Sunday, we have the youth show starting, I believe it starts at 10, and then the breeding sale to follow that starting with at 1 o'clock. And how many stock will be sold? We have 21 entries um, that we kind of, not necessarily hand-picked, but if you want to say, looked out, looking for kind of the top genetics in Canada. The borders to import breeding stock from the U.S. now have become extremely sticky, so it's not as easy to get them up here. Is there a trade show? There is also a trade show that's going to be held starting Friday morning throughout the entire weekend as well. Um, Everything from feed, nutrition, handling equipment, anything goat-related as well as, if you you could say, small farm-related too. And there are some presentations? There are some presentations. We have several little demonstrations going on. There's going to be your basic just animal health speakers. We have actually a couple of them coming. We have Dr. Paula Menzies coming to touch base on the iceberg diseases and overall just a speech about health and such on goats. Um, And then little milking demonstrations, hoof demonstrations. We have a goat specific equipment manufacturer that are going to do uh, livestock handling with their equipment and it'll be they'll be using some live goats to demonstrate that. Is there strong demand or growing demand for goat milk and goat meat? 
there's a very strong demand for both with the growing cultures we have. And it basically is one of the more, it's one of their mainstream red meat. The demand, especially in the East, is extremely high. And it's just starting to become as popular out here in the West. So yes, the demand for both goat meat and milk is growing. In Saskatchewan itself, there is only one class to license dairy that can legally process and sell milk. So how many goat breeders are there in Saskatchewan? Well, according to what the Saskatchewan goat membership has, there's a lot of smaller breeders. I don't believe we know exactly how many there are yet, but I believe we've got about 60-some memberships thus far this year of breeders that we represent. Is that a growing number? That is a growing number from year to year. Our plan with this event is to try and get all of these, whether small, large, in-between breeders, just get them surfaced so that we know exactly what's here and to help, whether it's market or provide information to keep them growing in a demanding industry. The Saskatchewan Goat Breeders Association Summer Extravaganza will be at the Golden Mile Arena in Moose Jaw July 28th to 30th. The Market Update on The Source, 620 CKRM. Grain prices rose or remained unchanged in early trading today. Durham was unchanged at 278.90. Feed barley unchanged at 145.03. Canola is up 540 to 476.40. Flax unchanged at 414.25. Oats are up $9 to 167.53. Yellow peas remain unchanged at $287. And feed wheat is also unchanged at 141.99. The Livestock Report on The Source, 620 CKRM. This is Grant Barnett with the Market Report Heart on Livestock here in Moose Jaw. 443 on offer, their Tuesday seal. A few year ones starting to show up here due to some of this dry conditions. They are selling to a little lower market. Sales are every Tuesday here in Moose Jaw for the summer. This cow market ain't getting any better either. These good cows, a dollar two to a dollar nine, sales right up to a dollar twelve on them high yielding cows. These medium cows from ninety five to a dollar two. Good bulls are dollar eighteen to a dollar thirty two, sales right up to a buck thirty eight on the right kind. Here's what happened in the yearling end. Six to seven weight heifers from 169 to 182. Sales to 189. Seven to eight weight heifers from 162 to 179. These seven to eight weight steers, 182 to 196. Sales right up to 204 on the right kind. Eight to nine weight steers from 178 to 187. For more market information, give Heartland Livestock Moose Jaw a call at 692-2385. This is Grant Barnett reporting. Let's have one great afternoon. And now here's the latest Saskatchewan pork prices. This is the hams market commentary for Friday, July 14th. Hams sold 6,500 hogs Thursday, selling in a range of 204 to 210 per CKG. Today's sales are expected to be around 6,000 heads, selling in a range of 204 to 210 per CKG. Hog prices for the week ending Friday, July 14th are SIG 3, $206.08 per CKG, SIG 4, $211.04, SIG 5, $208.56, Cash, $207.06, Brickco 207.84, Thunder Creek 209.71, and High Life 209.19 per CKG. The number one sows delivered to Winnipeg this week are selling in the range of 110.23 to 141.09 per CKG live weight. Ham's marketing cash hog price today is steady and forward contract prices opened down this morning. On Thursday, the Canadian dollar was up 31 points with the daily exchange rate at 127.43. Canadian dollar is currently trading at 78.94 cents U.S. U.S. cash markets are finishing the week near where they started, with negotiated prices possibly topping out for the near term. 
Wholesale pork prices fell sharply, with big declines seen in the belly and rib primal cuts, driving the pork carcass cutout down $2 U.S. a hundredweight. Forward prices have dropped to their lowest level since late April, with most of the decline explained by the sharply higher Canadian dollar. The six-cent appreciation of the loonie against the U.S. dollar over the last two months has taken out $12 per CKG, a value out of both the cash and forward prices.